Hey everybody, thank you for joining us for today's very special episode of Real Estate Disruptors. Today we got Max Jimenez, my business partner with Max Cash Offers, and we want to talk about how we're navigating today's trickier landscape. Yes, sir. Has it gone trickier? <laughs> Just a tad more challenging. So if this is your first time tuning in, I am Steve Trang, founder of the Offer Fast Homes app, the only MLS for off-market wholesale properties. And I help entrepreneurs create businesses that support their family, lifestyle, and goals through mentorship. I'm on a mission to create 100 millionaires. If you want to join us on that mission, please send me a message on Instagram at steve.trang. If you're excited for today's show, please give me a wave, give me a thumbs up. And as a friendly reminder, I do not charge a dime for this show. I don't make any money doing this. So here's all I ask. This is what it costs for you to listen to this show. If you get value today, please tell a friend. Either share this episode right now, tag a friend below, or tell them your best takeaway from the show later on. That way we can all grow together. Now, this is a very special episode because I've been getting a lot of calls and messages from individuals and some big time players. And they're asking me what's going on, what steps to take in these uncertain times. So just let me be clear. I don't know for sure what's going to happen. I really don't. Uh, I don't think anyone can be as positive or super positive right now. Uh, and to say that everything's going to be great or awful, right? Predict Trying to predict the yeah. future perfectly is at best careless and at worst dangerous. So I can't tell you exactly what a deal looks like right now. I can tell you what we're offering at. Right. Uh, but, you know, 50% of ARV today could be retail yeah. not, too, uh, right. not too long in the future. So smart money is now hoping for the best and preparing for the worst. So yeah. um, we're going to go over our strategies, what we're going to do. Um, so, yep. Well, uh, I think, uh, you know, to go piggyback off what you just said right now is, you know, if there's a lot of information out there right now, right? You see there's a lot of live, you know, IG lives, a lot of Zoom calls, a lot of webinars and things like that. So it tends to seem to be overcrowded and it tends to seem like a lot's coming at everybody, right? At once right now. Right. Um, and you know, one of the things that I would suggest as far as being careful is somebody that's saying that they know exactly what's happening, right? Yeah. And what's gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, that's always a red flag for me because we don't know, right? I think you're right. We don't know. There's a lot of uncertainty, but you can navigate through this uncertainty, right? For your business, for it, for it to be able to thrive, and you know, for for it to be able to succeed. Um, but just make sure that be be cautious of you know those people that that are experts and they and they say they know what's happening and what's going to happen. I think. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, I want to talk about a couple of different things that we're doing right now yeah. uh, for our team and how and some of our uh, our, our students and our and our training program. Right. So you want to elaborate, you want to start off with what, what are we doing right now as far as offer range goes? So right now we definitely lowered our, our uh, percentage, right? Uh, yeah. On our ARV uh, here in Phoenix, we used to start analyzing all our deals at 75% ARV. Now that's not a concrete percentage, right? Mm -hmm. That's where we would start analyzing our deals. Now we're going all the way down as far as 65, some areas 70%, but we've dropped that drastically over 10%, 12, even 15%, yeah. right? And it's still just to start analyzing the deals. In Tucson, in Tucson, we went 50% or lower. Like yeah. we're, we're, we're going very deep in Tucson. And, and uh, we'll get a little bit into how we did that, you know, yeah. from, and that was something from our buyers that were listening to them, but we'll get a little bit into that. But So just to clarify, when we were talking about 75%, right? Minus repairs. Correct. That was our initial offer. Correct, yeah. But that wasn't necessarily, like if we knew the neighborhood, like what were some of the things that we were looking at if we were willing to feel comfortable raising it? So if we were feel, if we feel comfortable raising it from there, I mean, obviously we're looking at neighborhood for sure, uh, year of the property. So basically, is it a newer built home where you could pay a little bit more, right? 
and then also you know the repair costs is mm-hmm. it a, it was it a is it a full rehab a gut job is it a lip, uh, you know a, a lipstick which is paint carpet uh, so those are the some of the variables that we were looking at um you know when we were when we were doing the you know adjusting the arv right because you know phoenix is a very cookie cookie cutter uh a market right uh, you can look in one neighborhood and you're able to tell okay if you put more than thirty thousand you're screwed here yeah. right if you put less than twenty thousand you're screwed here so that's we're kind of blessed to have that here where it's cookie cutter and you're able to determine right. you know your most of your costs so last month our initial offer was 75 percent minus repairs right. and then if we knew the if we knew the area could sell we go as high as like 82 because that's yeah. phoenix yeah right right today <laughs> today we are not going higher than 70 percent. yeah yeah and really our, we're starting in the 50 to 60 percent range yeah and yeah. then backing off a little right. so what are our guys doing to buy deeper so obviously the one thing is right now what's happening is there's a lot of uncertainty right mm-hmm. uh there's a lot of uncertainty in the market so you know guys like you and i a lot of you know entrepreneurs they understand they understand they don't know everything what's going on and what's going to happen but they understand how the market trends and what what goes on your typical homeowner your everyday joe does not yeah. so you know you have to be able to to relate your message to where they they're they're uncertain about their jobs they're uncertain about what's going to happen to their income you know families and things like that so as us us being professional our guys what they're doing is that they're bringing up certainty when doing business with us right i think you guys hit this on yesterday on your call with uh with yeah. uh, with jesse is that we're bringing in that certainty but realizing and making them understand that because we're bringing them certainty they have to also work with us right. as far as price goals right and that's kind of the 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 difference of what we're doing more now is, is saying like look you know you have a lot of the investors that are going to come they're going to say they can offer you x y and z and then you talked you hit this yesterday right they got these clauses that lets them out you know yeah. last minute you know i'm not sure if you you know i'm not sure if that bothers you or you know i don't know what you think about that yeah uh but you know i'm not always going to be the highest and i've never been the highest to pay but people still sell to us why do you think that is yeah. and we let the homeowner tell us why right yeah. so i think the key thing is we're selling certainty correct right and that's the cost the certain the price of certainty today yep is 40 percent Correct. It used to be 25%. <laughs> the price of certainty has definitely gone up. And so why yeah, is it so important for us, right? So the reason why it's so important to us to buy it deeper, because you know, you gotta survive. And on this show, if you guys have been following, we've done over hundred episodes. One of the things we always said is, what are you gonna do when the market slows down? Yeah. And it fairly consistently, not always, but fairly consistently it was, we're gonna lower our offers. Yeah. That's today. So we're seeing this right now, um, you know, with the flippers aren't willing to pay as much because of the, the uncertainty Yep. Uh, today, so there's a few things that are happening, yeah. Uh, and we don't we don't know for sure the price mar- the price is going to go down or not. We we just don't know. Yeah. But what we do know is that demand's probably going to drop a little bit. Correct. And so, even if prices don't go down, hold time's going to increase. Yeah. So if you're pricing, typically the average interest rate's around twelve percent right. on average. That's you know varies in your market. Uh, so if it's three more months, that's three more points, three more percentage. Yeah. Right. And then borrowing costs have gone up you know we got an e- I got an email from lending home yesterday yeah. and it was 90% right uh a uh, 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 LTV yeah $500 application fee and then 100% of the rehab right yeah now it's 80% LTV a 40 a $4000 application fee <laughs> and a one pay, one point origination yeah wow. right so now it's more expensive for the flipper right. so a holding costs went up now it's more expensive to borrow yep they need to have more capital 
to borrow. Right. And they want to price in uncertainty. Yeah, no, definitely. And I, I actually re- was reading something today that uh, uh, I can't remember who posted it or was talking about it, but there are some hard money lenders that are actually canceling some deals that are in escrow because they didn't put enough down payment, um, mm-hmm. you know, for the, the flippers didn't put enough down payment or they're just going back and saying like, look, the only way we can do this deal is they're raising up. They need to put more capital or more, you know, skin in the game, basically. Right. Uh, I was I was listening to that this morning. <laughs> and perfect world. Everyone has that extra 10% to put down, <laughs> right? 90% yeah, exactly. LTV, 80% LTV now. Right. Hey, no big deal. Yeah. Let me just go to my bank account. Right. But yeah. that's not the reality. It's not. It's not. Especially for those that are doing more than, you know, four flips, five flips a month. You know, that's, that's you know, if you have four in the pipeline or if you have four in escrow and they come back and say, hey, I want to put, you need to put down another 10% or 15%, whatever yeah. your lender is telling you, that can rack up pretty quick. Right. Yeah. Yep. So that's an extra 40, 50% of a house. Correct. <laughs> so 50% of a house, if we're talking about average acquisition around here is around 150. Right. That's $75,000 you have to come out of pocket. So yeah. definitely the flippers are going to be a little bit uh, yeah. more conservative on their offers. Yep. So, so what do you think? Huh? And I don't know if you were going to get into this. Maybe I'm getting a little ahead. But what do you think we can do to combat that? I know you and I talked about this earlier mm-hmm. today, right, with yeah. our buyers and stuff, you know. Uh, we had a little bit of conversation. Did you want to go that route to kind of by talking to your buyers? Yeah, yeah. I think that's a great point. So, okay. as someone right now, you know what we're telling, t- talking to our students and suggesting that they go do. Yeah. Go and talk to their buyers. Well, why don't you elaborate on that? Yeah. So internally, uh, I was having a conversation with somebody yesterday about this. Um, you know, got on the phone with them. So what we've been doing, we've been doing this now for the past two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been picking up the phone and Ruben's talking been to doing it. Well, Ruben's <laughs> been picking up the phones. Ruben, if you're watching, you're killing it, man. Um, you know, uh, he's been picking up the phone and he's been calling our more consistent buyers, right? We're talking about our big buyers. We're mm-hmm. talking about those that have bought consistently. Um, and we're just talking to them, see where their heads are at, see if they're still, you know, in a position. Are they shifting? You know, what are they doing exactly? So. We're not so much allowing them to tell us how to run our business, but what we want to do is we want to tailor, you know, based on what they're going through, right? Like this buyer, you know, a month ago was buying 10 a month. Now they might be only buying five or four a month. And so if you're still email blasting, if you're still mass text blasting and you're not picking up the phone, I'm going to tell you right now that those buyers aren't looking at your emails and they're not looking at your text messages. And so if you pick, it's a must that you pick up the phone talk to your buyers like hey what's going on in your business you know i know that you were buying you know some buyers that were buying you know at uh 250 before repairs maybe only maybe now are only buying at 200,000 you know minus repairs yeah. or or even 150 we, you don't know that until you pick up the phone so if you keep sending those emails out you keep sending those mass texts out you don't know, you're not going to get to know what shift your buyers are making and you're not going to be able to sell those deals absolutely sure. and i'm a very big fan of picking up the phone and calling somebody yeah. and i think just just talking to your buyers, right, right, understanding what they're going through. We were uh, on on Brad's sales call earlier today. Yeah, right, right. right? right. It's like just understanding their world. It's like, hey, how are things going? How's business? How's that affecting you? How's that affecting things at home? Right. Yeah. It's just communicating, right, and empathizing, building rapport. Same thing that we yep. always do, but more important today because correct everyone else is texting and, bl- and email blasting and not connecting with that yeah. buyer. Yeah, and, and you know, it's a good point. That's how we were able to shift so quick in Tucson with our ARV because we, we've we already sold, uh, you know, various properties to the same, you know, this uh, big buyer that's there. Yeah. And he's like, look, a week ago, I would touch these deals. We had like, we had three deals that we that we send out, like, hey, we, here's what we're working on. 
where can you be on this? Mm -hmm. Like he goes a week ago, it was easy. I would have paid your price, but right now that's not a deal for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. So so we we take that into consideration because we know that they're he's a legitimate buyer or they're a legitimate buyer. Same thing in Phoenix, right? Mm -hmm. You know, we have buyers that are doing the same exact thing. But again, if you do not sh if you do not shift to navigate these waters and pick up that phone and talk to your buyers personally, you're not going to know that. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think another thing too in navigating this landscape is mm -hmm. we're talking about buying it deeper. I right. think that's absolutely critical. If you're not buying it deeper, you're going to be out of business. Uh, something I said uh, a few days ago is I think half, at least half of the wholesalers are out of business. So they just yeah. don't know it yet. Correct. Um, and yeah. I think that one, I'm, I'm fortunate, you know, I'm blessed. I get to know a lot of the other investors that are yeah. big time players. And some of the flippers I'm talking about, like they're bragging because, you know, 90, the fact is like around 80, 90% of them are gone. Yeah. Right. right. And so they're bragging in that for the last three years, they were the uh, recipient, mm -hmm. right, of the, it was it was the wholesaler selling it to the flipper. If you don't like it, too bad. Yeah, right. We got another buyer. We got another buyer. <laughs> got another buyer. Today, it's the flipper is like, hey, yeah. you can sell it to me or you can not sell it at or all. you're not going to sell it at all. Yeah. Right. So th now they can dictate, well, look, on yeah. this one, you're only going to make 3000 Right. Yeah, it's a completely different relationship today, it a different is. dynamic today. It definitely is. And I think what a comment I made earlier, like we're not reaching out to them and then running our business based on what they're telling us, but we're adjusting. Yeah. So that way we can go back when we're talking to the homeowners. We have that message already ingrained in our minds when we're talking to them. If we don't get it at the price that we're, we're needing to get it, we're not going to move these deals. Granted, you might. Right now, I think we're in a state of flux, right? Like a teeter totter. We might miss those deals right now. But with the uncertainty, you know, um, once the once it shifts, when when the homeowners or the sellers start to realize, like, oh man, I'm not going to be able to get that price. Yeah, they're going to come back to you because obviously you educated them or you became that trusted advisor, kind of like what right. Brad was saying today. Um, so that's why we reach out to the buyers because then it allows us to come back and we look at the deal and, and right away we know, okay, this is not going to work. Yeah, yeah. And I think one of the big keys here is, you know, I've I've been not fortunate, but I got to experience yeah. the last drop right yeah. and what happens is it, when things begin to decline and again we don't know for sure it will but let's when right. things begin to decline the homeowner is not attached to what's going on today no they're attached to what was going on last month correct yeah. and they're just hoping that this thing will blow yeah and then they'll still get that number right yeah so they got to be in a lot of pain so just knowing right now when you're going in you got to buy it deeper and if you can't get it at your price then don't buy it. Yeah. Don't contract it yeah, because yeah. now you're just gonna be wasting your time. Correct, and theirs too. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, they're gonna waste their time with some other wholesalers. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so let's talk about how. What are we doing? What is our team doing to buy deeper today? Um. So we're again going back. I and I'm gonna elaborate this on uh, uh, this point a lot. Right? Is the certainty? Right? Mm -hmm. That's kind of what we're we are. You know, we're talking about like look because the the feedback that we're getting for a lot of sellers is. Hey, you know, there's, you know, this crazy in the world. Look at everything that's going on. You know, how are you guys still buying? You know, that's the question that we get a lot. Like, well, how are you guys still in business? So we we acknowledge, right? We acknowledge the fear. We acknowledge the pain. But then we tell them, like, look, for us in Arizona, it's business as usual as of right now. We're still buying properties. We're still doing business. Unfortunately, with the with the uncertain times, you know, um, you know, we, 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 we wouldn't be able to pay, you know, the price that you're asking. Or we tell them that, like, what, what you're asking is there's no way that we could pay that. But what I can tell you is that offer that we make you is an offer that you can depend on. Mm -hmm. You know, and I know right now with everything that's uncertain, you know, we're we're trying to provide you certainty, right? right. You know, do you want a contract like uh, Brad said today, right? Do you want 
the highest offer or do you want the offer that's going to, you know, or do you want the certain offer or what is it? The You want the money to show up in your you bank account. The, yeah, <laughs> do, you want the money that's going to show up in your bank account, right? Yeah. Not the one that's written on the contract. So, right. yeah, we're having these hard conversations with the sellers. Yeah. And sometimes they don't like it, but honestly, it's better to get it on the open and we get callbacks like, hey, you're right. And, you know, and, and yeah. we, we get we get them to call us back because of that. So let's do some role playing, yeah. right? Like right now we're. I'm, I'm, I'm the investor, right? You're the homeowner. Yeah. Okay. And you've got five other offers. Right. So here's here's what we do. Here's our conversation. Right. Hey, Max, given our conversation, it sounds like you get five other offers. I do. Okay. So doesn't sound like we're going to be able to buy it. Okay. You know, I, I can just tell you right now, we're never, we've never been the highest buyer. Okay. We buy a lot of houses, but we've never paid the highest. Right. So if you're, if you got five other offers, I think you should probably go with one of theirs because there's no way we can beat that offer. Okay. Well, how much would you pay? I don't even want it. It's not even worth sharing with you. Mm. So, we're that so far you got, apart. I can guarantee you, we can't beat any of the other offers. Mm, okay. So, you got five other offers. Oh, those five other offers. There's got to be one right now. Like, if I didn't show up today, right? Out of those five, there's got to be one that for sure you would have gone with. Right. Who? Which one would that have been? Um, I would say the guy that puts down non-refundable earnest money. Non-refundable. Yeah. Okay. So let's just pretend you said highest. Okay, highest. <laughs> right? Okay, so you're gonna go with the highest offer. Right. That makes total sense. If I was in your position, I would go with the highest offer as well. So why don't you just go ahead and go sign with that one? Okay. All right, so sounds like this is over. Mm-hmm. I should leave. Yeah, sounds like it, yeah. All right, perfect. So before I go, can I just ask you one question? Sure. So when you asked him, you know, if you had any weird like clauses in there about you know, uh, either it's the coronavirus or, you know, they can cancel in 30 days, 60, sometimes 90 days, you know, yeah. these really long inspection periods. Right. When you asked him that question, what did he say? Well, I didn't ask him that. Oh, well, you know what? That's not unusual. Mm-hmm. Um, when you looked at it, you know, when you go look at it, if that was in there, how would you feel about that? Well, I would feel very uncertain about it, the deal, because they can cancel. Okay. So let's just pretend, you know, you're, you're working with this guy. Right. You signed that contract. Your bags are packed. Right. Truck. Your bags are packed. Your the truck. The boxes are in the truck. <laughs> right. You're ready to move. Right. And this guy calls you and says he has to cancel. Yeah, that definitely wouldn't be a good feeling. I think I would try to kill somebody. <laughs> and I get that. <laughs> right. So knowing that, it sounds like going with the highest offer is no longer what's most important. It's not. Yeah, I guess right. after after talking to you and you breaking it down like that, it's yeah, yeah it's not. So yeah. it may be more important to you, potentially, I don't know, having an offer that for sure is 100% ironclad. Yeah, definitely, for sure. Yeah, especially after you broke that down. Yeah, that okay. makes sense. All right, so then maybe we'll, we'll continue this conversation. So that's basically our conversation, mm-hmm. right, right, on how to navigate, how to get a lower price, because you're gonna be beating these guys. And yeah. look, I don't wanna necessarily throw anybody under the bus, but if you guys have been to any of my <laughs> presentations, we're very big fans of the scorched earth policy. Mm-hmm. We're putting landmines under the welcome mat, yep. under the sofa cushions, and under the kitchen, uh, under the chair at the yeah. kitchen table. Right, right. If anyone's coming in after us, they're getting blown up. I'm sorry, <laughs> right. And so, yep. that's what we're using because for the last week we're paying attention, yep. and everyone's inserting what they call the Corona clause, right. which is fine, right? If yeah, most yeah. people want to insert that, that's okay. That's the way they run their business. Yeah. What I'm gonna do, or what we're gonna do is zag right. when everyone is zigging. Correct, yeah. So that's what we do. So you guys don't have to do that. That's just what we're doing. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, and I think we had this, uh, I actually had this conversation with Mario yesterday about, because there's a homeowner who was, I think we were like 40,000 apart or something like that where we want to be at, and we did the same thing. So yeah. he was supposed to call them back today and, and just kind of walk her through that, right? Like, hey, you know, uh, um, you're asking price a little more than what we could pay, you know, and I appreciate you, you know, for allowing us to speak with you. Uh, but yeah, it sounds like I'm not gonna be your buyer. Yeah. You know, and what happens? I think when you start the conversation like that, it creates curiosity, right? Like, okay, what's this guy talking about, right? <laughs> and you push him, like, you know, what you were doing, like, hey, you might, you might as well go with the highest offer, you know. And then they're like, well, what's your offer? Honestly, I'm gonna be ashamed if I tell you I'm not gonna be the highest. Um, and if you're, and if let's say you're not even, let's say your offer is gonna be like 190, and they're like 240 or 230, mm -hmm. you can say something like, my offer is not even gonna have a two in front of it. Yeah, you know what should we do? <laughs> right, exactly. So, yeah. and I think it's really, really important that right now you guys get having those conversations because yeah. you need to buy it right. Correct. Right, and you know what? Sometimes this doesn't work. Yeah. So, you know, they might go with the other guy, and then they're going to call you back. Yeah. As a matter of fact, right now, you know, for anyone that's listening and has, has ever had a seller, you know, go back to all your leads, had a seller say, "I'm going to go with Open Door, correct, Zillow, OfferPad, Redfin, yeah. whatever." Call them back right now because those <laughs> contracts are canceled. Yeah. Should I tell them what we do when we call them back or no? Yeah, please. Let's do it. So here's a, here's a tip for you guys. So what we do for people in the past that have told us they're, they're already working with somebody mm -hmm. or they're already under contract. So we, we make a list of all those people and then we call them back. And what we call them back for is not necessarily to ask them if they sold. Mm -hmm. So we take a 360 of that as we call them when they pick up the phone. Hey, Steve, um, it's Max. I'm just following through. We had spoken about maybe two weeks ago. Hey, Steve, I wanted to congratulate, or we say probably caught you at a bad time. That'd be the first question, right? Mm -hmm. No, no, no. What's going on, Max? Hey, I just wanted to call you, congratulate you on the sale of the property. You know, last time we spoke, you said you were working with somebody. I wanted to congratulate you on the sale. Oh, no, it didn't sell. Oh, it didn't. <laughs> Tell me more about that. All right. So then, you know, especially with the iBuyers right now being out, that's yeah. a really great opportunity to do that. Right. Don't go in there like, I heard Open Door canceled on you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, Steve, I heard I heard Zillow is no longer uh, buying your house. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, you know, no. I just want to wish you congratulations, you know. Yep. And, was, and you know, and, and somebody that could be watching would be like, isn't that assuming? And, and, you know, obviously we know that you can assume, but you can do You have to do it out loud, right? Right. Yeah. So you're assuming that they sold. They told you three weeks ago that, you know, that they were already done. They were already working with somebody. Mm -hmm. They were already, you know, so uh, in escrow or whatever the case may be. All it does. And we brought deals back to life from that because, yeah. you know, they something went wrong or, you know, they fell out of escrow or the buyer backed out and it's worked really well. So so it's a very good approach. All right. And you hear like you were right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were right. I remember you told me, and it just brings those deals back. And I, and you know, and I would recommend you guys out there that have, that you have uh, leads or you have prospects that have told you that. You know, even within the last thirty days, start calling them all up, and you know, and and, and congratulating them for the sale of the property. You'll be surprised. <laughs> you as much, much easier openings, uncomfortable openings. Yeah, but you're gonna jump right into it. Yeah, that's it. It's not the hey, how you doing? Nope. Blah, blah, blah. None of that nonsense. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so uh, Dave Dave wants to know, you know, if we don't wholesale it, but we know, but you know it's a deal, do you close on it? Yeah, we do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's one of the things that we do. You know, we, we will put non-refundable earnest. Now, look, can we close on every single one? No. If we if we contract it at 60 percent and we can't and, and, and we couldn't wholesale it, we're probably going to close on it. Right? right. We've never just outright bailed on earnest money. We no. haven't done that yet. No. Is it a possibility? Yeah, it's a possibility, you know, but we're gonna give them the earnest money because we right. do 3,000, 5,000, 10,000. That was yeah. the check we posted yesterday. Yeah, yeah. You know, giving a seller 
$10,000 fund with Ernest into their name. It yeah. wasn't even to title. It wasn't even to title. It was directly right? we gave, to them. We gave a homeowner $10,000 fund with Ernest because yeah. we're serious. When we tell yeah. them the price of certainty, this is the price right. of certainty. Yeah. And I think that goes back to, um, you know, us con contracting to buy, right? Like, yeah. you know, every deal that we contract is we don't contract just to say, hey, I got a contract, you no. know, because at the end of the day, we still feel we have a responsibility to the homeowners. Um, and, and, and and it comes down to being skilled, right? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, working on your sales skills, your negotiation skills. Um, so that way you're able to buy them at a deeper discount, you know, and provide solutions. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Apahondo style, call it the Col Colombo close. So I haven't heard of Colum the Colombo close. It definitely is exactly like Colombo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when I was learning these skills back in 2007, we called it the doorknob close. <laughs> Put your hand on the doorknob. <laughs> Oh, before I leave, I got one last question. Yeah. Right? Because their, their yeah. guard is completely down. Correct. Uh, Jeffrey Smith wants to know, response rate from marketing, has it stayed the same or has it dropped? Um, it's actually went up a little bit. Um, we were low two weeks ago. We were like around, we were having around 17%. We're above 20 right now, I think. Yeah. So it's, it's you have to play around with your messages. You know, um, I think the carriers have gotten really strict. So smart. Yeah, smart. Yeah. Per se, yeah, their finger, you know, they, they know if you're sending the same message, even with even with only five or four or five thousand messages, like your your number is not going to work. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not saying we used to send eleven thousand text messages a day, <laughs> but we used to send a lot <laughs> and now it's a lot less. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Jeffrey, you know, our response rate has increased from it because and I'm not saying it's because we've gotten any better. Right. Uh, and we're not even increasing our spend. Mm -mm. Our response rate has increased because right now everyone's frozen. Not everyone. A handful of people, a yeah. percentage of our market is frozen. Correct. And that's the reason why our market is increased. So in fact, the students that we're talking to, we're telling them like, you don't even have to 2X or even 10X, right? No. You just, no, just stay consistent. Just keep doing what you've been doing yeah. and you're gonna have more leads and more deals, right? right? Yep. So um, what other question was, was there? Uh, in the current market, are cash buyers ramping up to buy more? No, they are not ramping up to buy more. They're, mm. they're, they're getting str strategic. Yeah. Um, they're only buying certain deals, I think, you know? Yeah. So I think a lot of people were kind of like, let's just see what happens. Let's yeah. see what, how this plays out, which is an yeah. opportunity Correct. for us. Yep. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, like Atima says, you know, or Amita, there's a lot of people on the sidelines. So um, guys, keep asking your questions. Happy to answer it. Uh, Leo wants to know what about our PPC. We don't do PPC. I We raised the white flag <laughs> in 2018 on PPC. For PPC. <laughs> I always manage my own PPC campaign. I'm a big time nerd. Yeah. And when I started, it was $2 and change per click and $12 and change per lead. Yeah. I think when you started working with me, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was at like the 25, 30 per right. click. And by the time we folded up shop on, on, on that, when we, when we gave up that, that hill, yeah. <laughs> right? We were not gonna die on that hill. When no. we gave up that hill, yeah. we were $45 a click. Right. And uh, I think, you know, $400 uh, yeah. a lead. It just didn't make sense for us anymore. No, definitely. Uh, and Mia wants to know what type of properties would be the motivated sellers right now. So yeah, let's talk about that. Okay. Who are we targeting today? So um, that's a really great question. And I'm surprised you guys, nobody's hit on this yet. I think just a couple of guys have hit on this a little bit, but nobody's really talking about this. Um, so we, what we did is we we pulled, we looked at all our lists and then what we did is we, we stacked all our lists, whether it's, you know, tax default, code violations, you know, all, all, all the, all the high, all the high criteria lists, whatever mm -hmm. you want to call them. And what we did is we pulled every absentee out of state owner out of that. Yep. And so what, what we did is we shifted 
to to market directly to them, the absentee out of state out of state owners. Um, because in essence, right now with everything that's going on, your owner occupant is going to be a little more tough. Not saying that they don't need to sell at some point, uh, but if you're reaching out to uh, people that own a property here in, in Arizona that don't live in the state, you know the 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 sense of you know of um, insecurity or the not insecurity but uh, uncertainty is a lot higher because now they own two properties. They own a property where they live at, you know, whatever state they're in, and then they own a property here. So their financial situation might have changed. You know, mm-hmm. you don't know that if they're going to keep up with the, the both property taxes, both property insurance, both, you know, what else, um, repair costs, you know, right. if they need to repair costs. Well, especially the, the vacant ones, right? So right now, yeah. if they don't know what's going on, Correct. and when you don't know, you want to collect capital, Correct. buy gold, whatever. Yeah. And so for us, we just took everything we were calling before, mm-hmm. and then we fine-tuned it even more yeah. by stacking it. So we use batch leads to stack our list. Right. So we just took all of the stuff that we had and just added out of state. Um, and so, and what I will say about that is the conversations are a lot better, and you know they're they're um, they're more quality. Um, they haven't turned into mass deals yet, but I got a feeling that that's what's going to happen here eventually. Because um, we don't know. Again, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know how much it's going to drop. But I figure as we build rapport with, you know, the more we can build rapport, the more that we have conversations, the tide's going to turn. And, and a lot of these are going to turn into deals for sure. Yeah. Um, because there's still some people holding on to that little bit of hope, right? Like, because right. well, they don't know what's going to happen either. So, but the conversation, the, the quality of conversations that we've seen has, has just been a 360. I mean, full 360 from owner occupant to them, to the absentee out of state owners. Yeah. But it's not just absentee out of state owners. Remember, we stack our list completely. So we had about, I don't know, it was a huge list. <laughs> uh, so Najir wants to know, are we referencing coronavirus at all in our text messages? No, we don't We don't say coronavirus, but yeah. we, we definitely uh, uncertainty. Look what's going on, yeah. you know. There's a lot of infer- inferring, a lot of implying in our in, in our conversations, but yeah. we're not outright calling out. That's like you don't call a pre-foreclosure, like I saw you're going to foreclosure. Correct, yeah. Or call a probate, like I saw you need to sell, yeah, right? Yeah. So we don't use it directly, but it's in the conversations. And then Kish Vlogs wants to know how many cold calls per one deal right now. I can tell you, we don't know the exact number, but I can say for certain, it's absolutely terrible. Um, <laughs> because we were looking at, at our, our, mm-hmm. our uh, KPIs on Monday, and last week, our, our VA is at 71,000 71, cold calls. Yeah. So it's not very good. That's all I know. <laughs> um, but, you know, as, lo- as long as it's getting deals. Yeah. Okay. So um, was there anything else you wanted to add before we talk about uh, some of the other things that we're doing? Um, on No, I think we're, we're, we're pretty good on the conversation as all far right. as what we're talking about, you know, the list and the buyers and all that. So Yeah. So I think the sales skills are really important today yeah. um, because you got to get them off as best you can, their what they were attached to, yeah. right? The old the old values, and maybe it's still the same values, but yeah. we don't know what the value is going to be. Yeah, and actually still attached to it. Yeah, they are. So I think going back to your comment, your sales skills got to be on point because what you need to do while you're building rapport with the sellers is you need to put them from that position where they were at two weeks ago, a week ago, and put them future tense, right? Put bring them into a future tense by sharing a third party story or sharing mm-hmm. you know a story like. Hey, listen, you know, uh, you know, um, we understand that, you know, two weeks ago, these prices made sense. You know, the market is shifting. There's a lot of uncertainty for us. We wouldn't be able to pay that because we don't know what's going to happen two weeks, three weeks from now. You know, what I could tell you is the offer that we make today, 
you know, is going to be, uh, you know, it's going to be an offer that you can depend on no matter what happens two weeks from now. Right. But remember, we, we went from 75%, 75% ARV to 65%. So when we're telling them this, we've already dropped 15%. So yeah. we're covering for that future drop, right? But Absolutely. it's still, but, it, but in their mind, they're thinking, okay, do I get a for sure offer today or do I wait and that offer drops even more? So you got to move them from what they were thinking two or three weeks ago, move them to the future where it, where there is a drop, they have a for sure offer right now. Yeah. And this isn't happening for sure. Correct. If, if yeah, you yeah. don't, if you don't know how to have these conversations, right, right. Um, sure. which is something, you know, we train all, our, all, all, all our students on. Yep. If you guys are interested in that, you know, send me a message uh, about that later on. So uh, let's just talk about the current events. Mm -hmm. Here's what we know. Okay. So I buyers are on hold. Uh, inst institutional hard money and fix and flip funding has slowed down quite a bit. Like yeah. we, we mentioned uh, lending home earlier. So, you know, I buyers came in and now they're all on hold. Yeah. They're not out of business, <laughs> but who knows what's going to happen. For sure. Right? And then all the uh, uh, lending home came in after to complement the I buyer model or they saw that, hey, if, if, if Wall Street can flip, yeah, yeah. Then Wall Street can be your private money lender too, uh, <laughs> but now they're kind of freaking out yeah. about that. So yep, yep. there's that. There's the stock market went down over thirty percent in four weeks. Yeah, it recovered a little bit yesterday, yeah, so yeah. that's good. Yeah, but we're gonna be back in business by Easter. <laughs> depending on who you believe, I know, <laughs> right? And so, but that's that's the reality. So yeah, yeah. we just don't know what's going on with there. No, definitely, definitely. Um, and then there's also the fact that we don't even know if you will be able to close like let's just say hypothetically you contracted property today mm -hmm. we don't even know if we're gonna be able to close it in seven days yeah. like we can perform right but we don't know if the state's gonna be open if yeah. the recorder's gonna be open like there's just kind of some weird there is some, yeah. some craziness right now no there is um and i think um for i don't well this is a little bit different i guess but there is going to be sellers that might want to sell you can always extend escrows you can always, you know, if if somebody that's not, if somebody wants to sell now, but they want to wait because until see what ha to see what happens, you can always uh, contract it for ninety day close of escrow, sixty day close of escrow, just yeah. to yeah. There's know, no reason to stop. It up. Yeah, there's no reason to stop. Correct. Right. Yeah. yeah. Keep contracting it. Yeah. Um. And then so those are the negatives, right? And mm -hmm. I don't want to get you know really negative, uh, but that's what we're seeing. Yeah. On the positive side, the stimulus package looks like it's probably going to pass. Looks <laughs> like. Uh, interest rates are cut to zero. I it, did it pass or no? It's well, the, the house needs to. Oh, that's right. right. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I'm sure whatever it is, Trump's gonna rubber stamp it. Um, so we got interest rates cut to zero. In fact, I saw this morning they're talking about negative, which the United States has never done negative negative interest rates. So wow. that's kind of crazy. So we'll see where that goes. But at the end of the day, opportunities are showing themselves right now. Yeah. And in every each way because market right. goes up market goes down we'll be ready for it yeah right so that's going to happen no matter yeah. what well you have to be prepared that's have to prepare. what i have to say like you can't if you're not prepared or be ready for whatever's coming you're definitely not going to be able to navigate and survive and going back to what you said about wall street um you know a lot of people are taking a big hit so a lot of people are pulling their money whatever they have left mm -hmm. so you got to get smart you got to talk to people there's still money out there but now it's being you know your private your private money right yeah. um but unless you know how to talk to those people it's a very different game you know uh you know that way you can get lending from them um because they're going to be liquid and for the most part right. there's a lot of liquid people uh right now the yeah. thing is they're waiting and that's that was the instagram live i did with chris noggle this Correct. Weekend, right yeah yeah it was that money's on sale right now yeah because you just watched 
all the gains over three and a half years in the stock market wiped out. So before when you're offering the guy 5%, it's laughing at your face. You see what's happening in the stock market? Get out of here with your 5%. <laughs> Today, 5% sounds really, really yeah. sexy. So money is on right. sale right now, but you have to know how how to get that money. Definitely. Um, so, you know, I was, I was looking at what was the headline that um, in three days we gave back, you know, trillions of dollars that, that we had we had earned, the stock market has earned uh, over that time. So um, with all that, you know, money disappearing mm-hmm. in a stock market, where did it go? Who actually made money right. as a result of this? You know, we don't we don't know for sure. Um, and then Warren Buffett, I was writing this down earlier, Warren Buffett just bought $45 million Jeez. in the Delta stock. <laughs> so, you know, that's interesting, right? That is interesting. Um, yeah. And then Blackstone, they bought tens of thousands of homes during the last downturn. Wow. And I was, I was very fortunate, I got to, you know, I know uh, a few of the guys that were involved in it. Yeah, yeah. Right. So they bought tens of thousands of homes, and I think this is something that, if things get kind of hairy, you want to be prepared. Yeah. Uh, for the opportunity. Correct. Um, so, we gotta be well positioned for it. So, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. We just, like we were saying earlier, if it's an up market, down market, we gotta position ourselves. Yeah. To be ready for it, right? Correct. And so, some of the things we're doing is getting better funded. Yeah. So, um, we want to make sure our our infrastructure is right. Yeah. And right now because of this weirdness, right? We're still doing deals. Mm-hmm. Not as free flowing yeah, as right. it was a few as weeks was, ago, yeah. right? But we're still doing deals. But right now it's kind of a a downtime. Mm-hmm. So it's a great time yeah. to reach out to people that right. have money, yeah. right? And they don't know what to do. Right. And reach out to them, not with deals, but with like, hey, here's what we're doing. Here's mm-hmm. how we're getting ourselves ready, right? right? Like, and, and educating them yeah. on the market and what you're about to do and then see if that's something that they're interested in. Yeah, no, that's true. I, I agree with that. Like, cause you know, I was reading, um, I actually started reading a book like two weeks ago. It says, um, Surviving in the Time of Crisis mm-hmm. uh, by Dr. Miles Monroe. Uh, it's a really good book. And so he talks about exactly what you just said. Right now it's a downtime, but it's not time for uh, Netflix Netflix and chill, right? It's time to, you know, ap- it's time to, you know, develop your leadership skills. It's time to innovate. It's time to, you know, put your head down and, and, and get into a rhythm where, because these are the times that where, like you're saying, you're either going to get crushed or you're going to come out of it. Right. You know, one of the two, because it's so uncertain right now. So you have to maintain some type of level, uh, level, level-headedness, right? And not to get too much to the panic and not to get too ahead of yourself. You have to, and it's a fine line to walk, you know, yeah. it definitely is. I struggle with it, but I try to keep myself busy. I mean, I'm, obviously you do as well uh, with, with books and learning and reading. Right now is not the time to put your head in the sand. And oh, you can't put your head away. in the sand. You gotta, you gotta be like, um, you know, like a, the way I like to uh, picture it is like a receiver catching a ball in the middle of the field. Yeah. You gotta have your head oh, in the yeah. you, you don't know, know where you're gonna, gonna get hit. hit. <laughs> you don't know where you're gonna get hit, but you have to have, yeah. you have to be constantly surveying the landscape so that you know where the hit's coming from. Yeah. And if you're not surveying the landscape, right. you're gonna get blindsided. Yep. And that sucks. Yep, yep. Um, so what we're doing, we wanna make sure all, all our associates, people that work with us, people that trust with us, that trust us, uh, people that are at our brokerage, that we have resources in place for them to you know, make sure that they're able to come out of this uh, on a, a better footing than they are today. Yep. So right now, you know, like we said, talk to your funders. Mm-hmm. Everyone is buy- either buying your deals right. or funding your deals have a conversation have a real conversation yeah. don't gloss over it these, these are the unkind uh, uh difficult uncomfortable conversations yep you, you need have to, to have come today to G- a come to jesus conversation right <laughs> and so so what are what are the things that have gotten more expensive right so if you look at 
a lot of the hard money lenders, they're still in business, mm -hmm. right? Like, yeah. at least in, in the Phoenix market. And I've heard in Pennsylvania, my buddies in Pennsylvania, they pulled out completely. Oh, really? uh, and the Phoenix market, they're still pretty good. They're still yeah. around, right? But some of them are backed out and you don't know which one that's gonna be yeah. that you're using. So one, yeah. of the, one of the things that happens with hard money, right? You got uh, points and fees, mm -hmm. uh, higher interest rates, debt overhead. Um, there's a limit to how long you can borrow. Right. And if, if you hit past that limit, whether it's six months or a year, if you get past that point, you get to pay another origination Correct. fee, another processing yeah. fee, um, and it's credit credit score driven. So if you have a good private money lender, so we had one, mm -hmm. she's not here anymore, yep, but we had one. Out. I know, right? <laughs> so we had, it was no points, no payments, 100%. and no down payment, yep. and she funded the rehab, right? <laughs> how sweet is that? And when I ever needed the money, it was just a few days before close. Like, hey, is that money? Like, I'm buying this house, is that, is that still good? And that's how Man. good relationship I have with a private money lender. Right. But that's worked for us. Yeah. And for us, we just got to develop more of those. Yeah, definitely. Right? And everyone that's listening, if they want to navigate mm -hmm. and be prepared, they've got to do the same thing as well. Correct. That makes sense. It's true. Because uh, again, like, we didn't know that change was coming, right? We yeah. we kind of figured, again, this is why we said when we started, like, we don't know we don't know what's going to happen we don't know what's you know what are the next things and the same thing you know this, we had a really nice private lender lined up and one Incredible day or another yeah. yeah yeah it's like oh, hey i'm not lending anymore <laughs> right exactly and tommy myers brings up a good point yeah the virus has been around for not that long let's not act like this 2008 and tommy you're absolutely right it hasn't been around that long so here are the things that i'm seeing and you know maybe this is my fault for paying attention too much of what's going on you know yeah. as far as the news goes but i think that Every day that goes by, I'm a little bit less optimistic. If you asked me two weeks ago, I said we're gonna bounce back in six to eight weeks and everything's gonna be totally fine. Mm -hmm. Nothing's gonna change. Right. I'm not as optimistic about that. I think we're looking maybe Q3, Q4, even possibly Q1 for yeah. us to recover in Phoenix. Right. But we have a good market. Yeah, we do. Right. The yeah. other parts of the country, not so good. We have. A, yeah. I, I was talking. I was on a call uh, Tuesday of last week that Carlos put together. And the guy said he knew 200 people that got laid off. Wow. Right. Yeah. That's in Ohio. Right. Right. Where they've been a lot more aggressive uh, with the virus. So, yeah. uh, Tommy, you're absolutely right. Let's not overreact. And I'm not saying we need to overreact. I yeah. think we need to be prepared. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what that's the comment we made earlier. Right. Like it's you can't put your hand in the sand. You can't panic too much. You just have to stay in that in that prepare more prepare mode for whatever's coming. I think in, in about talking about layoffs, my brother, uh, his company just laid that laid off like everybody in the, I don't know if it was like 50 or 60 people where he yeah. was working at two days ago. So yeah, I mean, there's more yeah. and more people getting laid yeah, off. Yeah. And the thing is that, you know, regardless of where you stand on the virus, right, it doesn't matter where you stand. Yeah, right. What at the end of the day, there's been a human toll, correct on what's occurred. Yep. You know, we don't know what's going to happen. Uh, we being on the brokerage side, I'm hearing about transactions where the buyers can't perform because they got laid off. Yeah, that's right. a ripple effect. That is right. Uh, so there's just things that are happening that has an impact. It's going to take a while for us to feel. Yeah, yeah. And so I think it's really important to be prepared. So, um, and I had a conversation with another buddy of ours, right? Big time player in the Phoenix market, and he said that one of his biggest regrets right now, today, mm -hmm. or as of two days ago. So I talked to him two days ago. <laughs> one of his biggest regrets was that he wasn't ready for this, mm. right? Like he's been crushing it, killing it, doing 20 deals right. a month, right? He's been killing it, but all the time that we he's been doing really well, he wasn't uh, creating relationships oh, right. so that when things turn, yeah, he's that first call. Now there Correct. are other uh, friends of ours who have been ready, right? Yeah. They've been using someone that's wealthy and that's going to rely. Jesse on his interview yesterday, right? Yeah, he yeah. still has his two and a half million dollar uh, lender. He's like, you know yeah. what? 
I trust you guys, do whatever you guys yeah, gotta yeah. do. Yep. But, you know, I was talking to Jared about that and I felt the same way. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, like this, this does suck. I wish we had done a better job. No, definitely. Is that, uh, what do they call that secret mentor, right? That Se- secret. Uh, well, the, the foresight. Yeah, help, yeah. Right? And right. so what's been lucky, what's been really fortunate. So Max and I, we positioned ourselves into a good situation where mm-hmm. uh, diff- uh, different masterminds and uh, someone that had reached out to me, someone that I look up to, mm-hmm. I don't know if he knew that, uh, but he reached <laughs> no, out. No, you told me. Yeah. Right? But he reached out to me. He's like, look, I see what you're doing out there. Yeah. You know, um, and I've only been through one of these. And I felt like I've been saying like for like, you know, for over a decade, I can't wait for the next one. Right. Which I know sounds really horrible, <laughs> but that's been my mindset for uh, since 2008. Yeah. So I have someone who reached out to me. He's like, I've been through not just 2008. Yeah, right. I also made it through 2001. <laughs> so he reached out to me. He's like, look. You don't need to have that one wealthy guy right now. Yeah. I can show you it's not too late. Right. To get the funding. Because just like flippers today mm-hmm. and hard money lenders today and the wholesalers are all, all kind of anxious. Correct. Yeah. A lot of wealthy individuals. Yeah. Just saw their uh, stock start wipe out. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So all those gains. Now they're kind of like, uh, what's going on as well? Yeah. We need and something to touch, something to <laughs> something tangible. So now is the time yeah. uh, to find it. So correct. Um, like I said, I just talked to him the last few days. Um, so during this lockdown, you have a captive audience. That group of people who are kind of anxious and nervous. Mm-hmm. That's the people that we need to talk to right, right. now. So yeah, it makes sense. I don't know how to do all this yet. He's mentoring me right now. Uh, so uh, if you guys want to find out. Um, you can go to disruptors.com slash private money. I'll post this link here. Uh, I don't have all the information today. I don't, mm-hmm. uh, but we're going to be scheduling a call and we're yep. going to talk about it. Right. So he's going to share uh, some of the steps for, for us to take. And then with that in hand, we're going to share those uh, yep. with everyone else. Yeah, I'm excited well. about that, man. I think uh, again, there's opportunity out there, right? And yeah. you know, it, it, it's all up to you. And I, I think I did a video like two weeks ago or something, or last week, I can't remember, about positioning yourself. And and it was a three strat, three uh, pillars, right? I think mm-hmm. it was. So talking about you know having a strategy, having a, your resources, and then you know your network. Those right. are very three key things that you know you need to be able to to dig into for the most yeah. part. Yeah. Yeah, and thank goodness that we've been able to to have these relationships. Yeah. Right to, to play in our favor. Correct. Um, so guys, again, disruptors.com slash private money. I, I posted it in here. Um, a question Ryan S is asking, what would you suggest for newbies starting this environment? So I, I didn't touch on it on this one. I think if I, if it were up to me, obviously starting, you know, 14 years ago was is, right. is good, right? But I would rather start brand new today right. than start brand new 12 to 18 months ago. Right, no, definitely. Because yeah when the tide when everything's good right um you can cover up a lot of mistakes yeah right so the people that are uh started a year and a half ago mm-hmm. they've got employees correct they got payroll they got overhead yeah um they don't know what's not working well right because money's just coming in right the bank balance is growing every month <laughs> everything's great <laughs> yeah but you don't know where you're hurting you don't know where the mistakes are right and this could be a really bad time for you i'm not saying it will be right but it could be and it could be potentially fatal right right um but if you're starting brand new today man you don't have any uh i wasn't you don't don't have any adversity because you we all have the adversity right right. today yeah but you don't have that additional adversity yeah 
of overhead, yeah, that's true. overcoming bad mistakes, overcoming bad hires, and so on. Yeah, and, and the other thing too, just to add to, to, add to, that, uh, to that answer that you gave, um, it's a great time to start. You know, there's so many people giving back right now. You guys hit this yesterday. Like, yeah. it's unbelievable. I mean, left and right, you're looking at everybody, the whole community giving back. The problem is up to you how you want to take that information and run with it. And, you know, one of the things that I always say is, like, there's there's more people out there that want to help you than not, right, mm -hmm. for the most part. And so with everything that's that with, – with all the information that's being put out, with, you know, all the help that's being put out, it's a great time to start. The yep. thing is that it's up to you to how to sharpen your saw and how to take that information and apply it right away. Absolutely, yep. you gotta take action. But the other thing I wanna add to is right now, because it's something that uh, Jesse and I talked about on yesterday's call, which I, he and I are on 180 degrees, right? <laughs> completely disagree. Right. Because uh, he doesn't think you need to pay for mentorship. Mm. Because right now there's a lot of free information out there. And he's completely correct, right. right? Like one of the reasons why we have the podcast is there's a lot of free information here. And if you take action, you will be successful. Right. Right. So he's right, you don't need to pay for mentorship, correct. right? Um, but if you want to get there faster, yeah, of course. Because the biggest problem is timeliness of information, right? Right. Yeah. Like, if you have a question, which video do you go yeah, to? No, that's true. I and agree. which minute mark do you click on <laughs> to yeah. get that information? No, definitely, definitely. Yeah. So having someone that's that resonates with you, lives the life that you want to live, right? Someone that you want to emulate, either right. their business or personal life, ideally both. Yeah. Find someone like that. That's someone that you should definitely, I mean, we've talked about this. Yeah, like yeah. I've given Darren Hardy so much money. Right. <laughs> and it sounded like this morning that there's another thing coming out and I can't wait <laughs> to buy it. Mm -hmm. So I, I firmly believe like you gotta invest in yourself uh, if, if you want to, to uh, come out of this. No, I agree. I agree, definitely. I think it's true just because again, you're saying, what you're saying is very true. Like. There's some things that you don't need coaching for, but that if you want to get there faster or if you want to get there down the right path or emulate, like you're saying, that person yeah. that you want to be like, you're going to have to yeah, yep. pay for that coaching. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, guys, I'm going to wrap up the, uh, the, the today's um, uh, show. I wanted to just say that right now we really don't know when the next episode is going to be. You know, unfortunately, um, you know, our guests fly in. So today we had a – not today – last Wednesday, our guest for today canceled, mm -hmm. right? And so we just don't know what the ske upcoming schedules looks like. So we have something there, but we don't know when the next episode is going to be. That's the sad yeah. reality. So um, guys, you know, uh, make sure you go in the Facebook group. Uh, it's the Real Estate Disruptors Facebook group. I'm pretty active in there in announcing our shows and so on. And again, if you guys want to get prepared financially for this upcoming, you know, situation, right. who knows what's going to be, could be great. Could be awful we don't know go to disruptors.com slash private money that's one word and i'll see you guys there cool thank you guys for watching see you guys that was awesome thank yep, you for coming it was in good awesome yeah see we real estate disruptors can't nobody touch us and yeah we about to give you game shout out to steve train Real estate disruptors. They cannot touch us.